Welcome to Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I'm Jessica. So for the past eight or ten years, I've posted up uh, full-length classes for your benefit so you can practice Jiva Mukti Yoga with me from wherever you are in the whole world. And I feel grateful that there is so much content there for you now. So there, as you can see, there's already over a hundred practices up for your benefit. And, um, you know, some of the older ones, the, the qu audio quality is less cause it was, you know, 10 years ago and I didn't have uh, as good equipment and whatnot. And, uh, also because the classes are older, I, have also evolved as a teacher and changed as a teacher. So if you are um, poking around for the first time and, and looking for classes to practice to, I would say practice to the more recent ones if you can help it. Um, but if you're like me, I'm also kind of one of those podcast listeners that loves to go like all the way back uh, to the beginning. And, you know, I, I basically like binge listen to every podcast I've ever uh, turn, turn myself on to. So I get it, but the newer ones are better audio quality. So you'll have a better time, um, practicing, uh, lots of things have been in development. I did create a, uh, Patreon account, uh, that is going to have, uh, not only, uh, practices, but also clips and tutorials for teaching tips, for harmonium skills, for, uh, philosophy and Dharma, for meditations. So there's going to be a lot of content, um, on the Patreon, which you can, uh, subscribe to and support. Uh, the support is, you know, very, uh, very welcome. Uh, this podcast in and of itself, I've offered for free for, um, the, you know, for a number of years and I plan to continue offering it for free. Um, I can really only do that because I have, you know, income from my classes coming in and because occasionally someone, uh, donates to the podcast. So if you have been enjoying the podcast and you are able to make some kind of donation, you can visit my website, yogastickler.com and click on the donate now button and make a donation. In lieu of going to, to class, you know, a dollar or two per podcast that you've taken can be really helpful and, um, and, or go to the Patreon, which will have far more content, a lot more classes, a lot more teaching tips and short meditations and longer pieces. And, um, I'm going to basically be, you know, feeding a lot of content into the Patreon. So that's another great way, um, to show your support if you can. This is an odd time to be posting a podcast. I really wanted to get one up and get one out to you. Um, as, as per usual, I wanted to get it done by about the middle of the month, which is right about now. And it, it's also the first time that I've recorded the podcast sort of well practicing in my room. So unlike the other podcasts where you have sort of the ambient sounds of the room and you can maybe hear other students asking questions or you can hear me kind of referring to something in the room, this, this one isn't like that. So it's going to feel, um, different than the other ones. Uh, but I really wanted to post it anyway so that the content keeps coming to you. Um, I, 
I did have a, a Zoom session, so you'll hear me just kind of occasionally, um, you know, either looking at the screen to see how the participants are doing or say something out loud in reference to the fact that people are watching through Zoom. So that's the context for that. And I am currently putting a schedule together for Zoom classes. Uh, so, so if you send me your email or if you subscribe to my mailing list uh, through yogastickler.com or send me a direct message on any of my socials, you'll be added to the mailing list. And I'm going to be publishing basically a, a standing weekly schedule of Zoom class offerings for which uh, you you could donate 5 or 10 or $15 as you're able to. At this point, I'm not going to turn people away who are hurting right now and in a tough situation. Um, but it's also how, uh, it's also how I'm, I'm going to be paying my bills, um, for the foreseeable future. So I do ask for that just small five or $10 donation. If possible, there'll be information in the email that comes to you with the, uh, registration links for the classes. I hope that everyone is safe and healthy and well out there. And I'm encouraged at least in this first sort of wave of quite stressful information and quite stressful news that's coming out. I'm impressed at how much I'm seeing people really show up for one another and really support one another. I'm heartened by that. It gives me a lot of hope and a lot of optimism. And it's not over. We're you know, there will probably be more ups and more downs and more confusion and more uh, stress in the days and weeks to come. And I would encourage you to whatever extent is possible to keep up your practices, whatever that looks like for you. Um, stay connected to each other, check in on one another, uh, help out one another when and if you can and if you're able. Uh, reach out to your neighbors and friends. Stay connected. I um, My heart is with all of you. I love all of you very much. Thank you to all of you that are doing what you can to get through this. Let's persevere together. So, um, so welcome. Uh, I, I first and foremost just want to um, say that I'm, uh, I'm with, I'm with you all right now, and I, and we're all in this together. And I just, I just want you all to, you know, check in with yourselves frequently, and check in with your hearts, and check in with each other, and, um, and you know, one, one good thing to notice I find is. Uh, it is to use practice in a way that kind of like balances the really intense energies um, that are probably arising for a lot of us. So if you find, you know, if you find that your energy is starting to get really, you know, amped up and, and anxious and angry and, and, and panicky, it's, it's probably a good time to, you know, do some restorative poses or do some like slower, longer movements and, you know, sit and if you can meditate, 
meditate or if you can at least take some deep breaths, do that. And, and likewise, if you're starting to feel like depressed and sad and your energy is starting to take more of a, um, more of a deregulated, you know, state, then you might want to, you might want to upregulate with some like quicker, faster movements. So even just like swinging or swinging your arms, you know, doing, doing a little bit kind of quicker, more energizing movements to help kind of, um, elevate you out of, out of that state. So, you know, just in the coming, um, days and what have you just checking in with yourself and, and, you know, figuring out what you need from your practice. Do you need to upregulate a little bit or do you need to downregulate a little bit and kind of, um, just offering that as a way to, to manage as we, as we go through some, some, you know, pretty intense, um, some pretty intense times. Well, I know it probably feels strange to, you know, kind of like own by yourself in your room or wherever you are, or maybe you have roommates in the next room or children in the next room or whatever. Um, so if it feels like too weird to, to do it, that's okay. Um, but I thought we would own together and, uh, and chant a little bit to start. So you, you might have read the this month's uh, Jiva Mukti focus of the month, and um, the the sutra that in it, that's in it is quite long. It's from the Yoga Sutras, and so it's a bit it's a bit challenging to do without uh, chant books in front of us. So, um, but we're gonna do it anyway because that's how we roll. So, <laughs> so again, if you. Um, you know, if you, if you're not comfortable, you know, humming or singing out loud, you can of course just listen. Or if you, if you don't know all the words, it's fine to just quick kind of hum as much as you can hum or mumble through as much as you can figure out. Uh, but we'll do kind of a, a call and response, uh, thing, although I'll, I'll be doing both parts. So, you know, <laughs> as much as you, as much as you're able to do in your space there. Maitri Karuna Mudito Pekshanam Maitri Karuna Mudito Pekshanam Next part Sukha Dukha Punya Apunya Again Sukha dukha punya apunya vishayanam. That one again. Vishayanam bhavanatash bhavanatash 
Chitta Prasadanam Chitta Prasadanam From the beginning, the first part Maitri Karuna Mudito Pekshanam Maitri Karuna Mudito Pekshanam Second part Sukha Dukha Punya Apunya Sukha Dukha Punya Apunya Vishayanam Vishayanam Bhavanatash Bhavanatash Chitta Prasadanam Chitta Prasadanam <clears throat> So that last part, Chitta Prasadanam, it means serenity of mind. And these are instructions on how to preserve our serenity of mind. So the first four words, Maitri Karuna, Udito Upekchanam, mean uh, those are the four uh, sort of attitudes that we should express when we encounter other people. What kind of other people will we encounter? We will encounter happy people, unhappy people, sukha, dukkha. We will in encounter virtuous people, punya, and not so virtuous people, apunya. So those are the four kinds of people that we can anticipate running into. And um, the instructions for preserving serenity of mind. Remember, it's important to remember that this practice is specifically about cultivating a serenity of mind. It's not necessarily um, about our relationships with others externally or extrinsically, although it will affect that. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because in a moment it will come up when we deal with the um, not so very virtuous people that we might perceive <laughs> in the world, right? So, <clears throat> so uh, when we encounter the not so very virtuous people, we should apply an attitude of equanimity, right? Um, which is a little bit harder than it sounds, I'm sure. I'm going to read from this book called Inside the Yoga Sutras. Sad to say, we all too often witness or are victims to injustices. This sutra is not promoting aloofness or praising an uncaring attitude. Even though anger often feels justifiable, and sometimes feels like the best way to correct injustice, Patanjali doesn't find it an acceptable attitude for the yogi to cultivate serenity of mind. Instead, we are challenged to do something that may seem counterintuitive when we face a non-virtuous act, to keep our equanimity. Though it's natural to feel like striking back when we are the victims of someone's wrongdoing, anger causes great harm. 
it deprives us of peace and neutrality of mind. Our bodies become shaky and disturbed. Anger weakens us physically. Anger destroys reason and stifles creativity. The loss of reason and creativity means that better approaches to resolving conflicts are often missed. Every act of anger predisposes us to further instances of anger. Repeated actions create habits and habits continue to form character. We are in danger of becoming bitter people. Hopefully not. Even if it brings benefit to others, our anger hurts us first. While anger sometimes motivates people to correct an injustice, there is a state of mind better suited for dealing with the non-virtuous. The mind possessed of equanimity is in the best position to find solutions. It is strong, clear, and free of bias. So something very interesting to contemplate, and we'll do a little meditation towards the end of the practice as well, regarding these so-called non-virtuous people or not so very virtuous people. But uh, let's get moving, yeah? So come forward in, into a downward facing dog and stretch the legs, especially because we've, <laughs> even if not this morning, we've all been sitting and uh, doing a lot of sitting, I'm sure. So start to even out the weight between the hands and the feet, deep in the breath. And have the, have the inhales match the exhales in volume of sound, in volume of air, in duration, so that even the, even the mode of breathing in our asana practice reflects that equanimity of mind that we want to cultivate. And then start to walk the feet forward towards the hands. Fold forward, Uttanasana variation. If you have blocks nearby, you could place blocks under your hands if you like. Press the hands of the feet down. Extend arms and legs. Let the head hang down. And then widen the feet about mat width distance apart or so. Bend the knees, come into a deep squatting position with the hands together at the center of the chest. Do your best if you, if you need to place something under your heels, of course, for more support. Or if you just simply don't squat quite as far down, also a good option. And as always, I'm sure it goes without saying with this group, but... Uh, you know, feel free to modify anything that needs to be modified or even skip something that doesn't feel right for you today because I can't see everyone. I don't know what everybody's working with today as far as injuries or other concerns. So please feel free to, you know, take care of yourself and do what you feel is appropriate in the moment. Bring the hands to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward. And then heel to the feet all the way together. Bring the arms behind the back. Interlock the hands together. Uh, keep the elbows bent for a moment as you press the palms of the hands together. And then keeping the palms of the hands pressed together, see if you can start to extend the arms. If it feels like the palms of the hands are going to come apart, then just keep the elbows a little bit bent for now. And then with your next inhale, bend your knees, open your chest and look forward, lift your 
head, lift your chest. Exhale, fold forward. Head goes down. Inhale, bend the knees. Open the chest and look forward. Exhale, extend the legs to fold. Inhale, bend the knees. Open the chest. And exhale, fold forward. Now pause there and notice what's happening with your hands. Inevitably, one of your thumbs is likely on the top of your interlaced hands. So you're going to want to switch the thumbs and switch to the opposite interlace of the fingers. So you have the, the other interlace happening. And, and it probably feels a little weird because for whatever reason, whenever anyone asks you to clasp your hands before, you always clasp the other one first. And then you created a little bit of a little bit of a preference and a little bit of a habit out of that. So you see, um, so you see, even in the seemingly sort of um, unconsequential ways, we sort of create these preferences that turn into habits, that turn into our ways of moving and being in the world. Okay, back to the movement. Inhale, bend the knees, open the chest, and look forward. Exhale, extend the legs. Two more times so that we're even on both sides. Inhale, bend. Exhale, extend. Inhale, bend. And exhale, extend, fold forward. Good. Release the arms. Bring the hands onto the waist. And with an inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. And then stand towards the front part of the mat. We'll do a little bit more shoulder uh, warm-up because we're going to be using the shoulders a little bit today. So hands behind the back, clasp the fingers. This time, you're going to bring your hands, your clasped hands, over to the left side of your waist. Keep the hands clasped together and try to squeeze the elbows towards each other. And then depress both of the shoulders down and bring your left ear in the direction of your left shoulder. Good. And then come back up to the center. Reach the arms back behind you and bring your uh, hands over to your right waist. Squeeze the elbows towards each other and then uh, bring your right ear in the direction of your right shoulder. Try to keep pushing both shoulders down. And then lift up to the center, stretch the arms back, and then reach the arms up overhead. Clasp the hands together into one fist. <clears throat> stretch long through the arms. Inhale a breath. Exhale, bend to the left side. Inhale, lift up to the center. Stretch long through both sides of the waist. Exhale, bend right. Inhale up to the center. Exhale, left. Inhale to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale, lifting all the way up. Bring the hands behind the head, but keep the fingers interlaced. Inhale. Exhale, arch back a little bit and uh, let your the weight of your head kind of lean back into your hands. Inhale. Exhale, arch back a little bit more. Inhale. Exhale, arch back a little bit more. Inhale, stand all the way upright, and then release the arms. <laughs> Good. Okay, so now preparing for sun salutations. Here we go. Ashtanga A variation. Inhale, reach the arms up. Hands press together. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, halfway lift. Look forward. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog, five breaths, inhale. Exhale, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, 
Inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees and look forward. Inhale, hop, step, or walk, feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Two more times like that. Inhale, reach up. Here we go. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the earth. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or step back to Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step, feet to hands. Exhale, fold. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release the arms. Last times, inhale, reach up. Hands press together. Exhale, fold forward. Let the head go down. Inhale, prepare. Exhale, make your way back into Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step forward. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach up, and exhale, release the arms. Jiva Mukti style, Surya Namaskar. Hook your thumbs in front of you. Reach the arms forward and up, arch the back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, interlock the hands to fold forward. Inhale, place the hands to the floor, step the right foot back to lunge, look forward, lift your head. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, touch knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps between the hands, lift your head. Exhale, left foot next to the right foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms all the way around behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the left foot back, look forward. Exhale, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, plank. Exhale, touch knees, chest, chin to floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Sit back towards the heels and then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Another one of those, but with one slight variation. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach up. 
Exhale, fold forward, clasp hands behind, head goes down. Inhale, hands to the floor. Step the right foot back to lunge. Look forward. Exhale, lower the back knee down. Inhale, hook your thumbs, reach up and arch back. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, move forward, point the toes. Exhale, go up and back. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Sit back towards the feet, and then extend the legs. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, lower the left knee down. Inhale, hook your thumbs, reach up and arch back. Exhale, hands to the floor, step forward, feet together. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, other side, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor. Step the left foot back to lunge. Exhale, lower the left knee down. Inhale, sweep the arms up and arch back. Exhale, hands to the floor, downward facing dog. Inhale to plank. Exhale, lower halfway down. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank pose. Exhale, touch the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Sit all the way back towards the feet and then extend the legs. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Exhale, lower the right knee down. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, hands to the floor, step forward, feet together. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Woo-wee, all right. Separate the feet a few inches apart. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up your chest, arch back. Exhale, fold forward, grab hold of the big toes. Yogic toe lock. <laughs> Inhale, lift your head, lift your chest. Look forward and almost imagine you're trying to pull your upper arm bones away from your upper leg bones. So try to make like more space between the upper thighs and the upper arms. And then as you exhale, pull the top of the head towards the space between the feet. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. <clears throat> exhale four. Inhale. And exhale five. Inhale, lift head and chest, look forward. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. Exhale two. Inhale. Exhale three. Inhale. Exhale four. Inhale. Exhale five. Inhale, look forward. Release the hands out from under the feet. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale to stand all the way upright, even arch back a little bit. Squeeze the elbows towards each other. Exhale, stand up, release the arms, feet and legs together. Now, uh, inhale as you bend the knees, reach the arms up. Utkatasana, sit low. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, half step or walk back to Chaturanga. 
Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Now as you inhale, step the right foot forward, turn the back heel down, reach all the way up for warrior one. And for today's practice, hook your thumbs together, kind of like how we do in the Jigmoti Sun Salutation. Hook the thumbs, stretch up through the fingertips like you're trying to touch the ceiling, and see if you can lengthen all the way from the waist, all the way up the arms, out through the fingertips. And then keep that sense of almost lifting up from the hips to the armpits and press the palms of the hands together. Good. And with an inhale, bring both hands to the floor. Exhale, lower the back knee down to the floor. Now, lift, the, uh, lift up for a crescent lunge, but we're going to set up a little bit differently. So uh, scoot the right foot a little bit more forward. And then actually like lift a little bit out away from the pose. So it's almost like you're coming up out of it. And then turn the outer left hip a little bit more in towards the right side. Pull the navel in and up so it's like you're trying to make space between the upper part of the leg there and the and the and the hip point. And then start to bend into the right knee for crescent lunge. Now from here. I like to push my hands into my right leg in order to help me bring the chest and the trunk back even more. <clears throat> and then from here, you can either stay like that or hook your thumbs and reach up and arch back for a, a crescent lunge in the arms as well. Now try to keep your ears in between your arms. So don't do this one with your neck. Don't throw the neck back. But then lift all the way up right and bring your left hand onto the floor there. Try not to drop the weight down into the left hand and the left shoulder. You really want to be pressing down into it so much that it almost feels like you're lifting away from the floor and levitating sort of out of the wrist joint and out of the shoulder joint. Then bend the left knee, reach all the way back with the right hand and hold the inside of the left ankle. You can flex the left foot as well. Then try not to let the right knee go way out to the side there. Using the strength of your leg muscles, try to bring the right knee a bit more in towards the midline. Now just as an option, if the left hand can leave the floor and you can keep your balance, so you can clasp your hands around your left ankle. And then just as an option, see if you could actually reach your left toes farther down towards the floor. Ooh, good morning, everyone. <laughs> Release that, hands to the floor. Step all the way back to downward facing dog. Okay, step the left foot forward, right heel down. Reach all the way up, warrior one. And we'll take that same variation of warrior one that we did on the first side. So hook your thumbs, just like we do in the GBT Sun Salutation, and reach the arms up. Spread your fingers. Reach up through the right and left arm, almost as if from your waistline all the way up to your armpits, you're lengthening. And then once you have that length, maintain it as you press the palms of the hands together. And then bring the hands down to the floor and lower the right knee down to the floor. Bring both hands onto the top of the left leg and start to move the left foot a bit more forward. And then come out of it a little bit. So unbend the left knee to give yourself a little space to rearrange. 
and you're going to bring the outer right hip around to face the center. Then pull the left hip crease down and back and imagine you're trying to make space between that left hip point and the top of the left thigh. And then see if you could bend even more deeply into the left knee. Again, keep lifting the belly button in and up. Keep lifting the chest up and back, even as you're moving the hips forward and down. And then from there, if you want to uh, add in the arms, you're welcome to. And then with an inhale, come upright. Bring the right hand onto the floor. Again, push down into the right hand, almost as if to kind of lift up out of the right hand, right shoulder. And then reach back with the with the left hand for the right ankle. Now, it can be tempting to let your front knee go a little bit out to the side. So see if you could use the strength of your legs to sort of pull it in more towards the middle. And then just as an option, see if you can reach back with the right hand for the right ankle. Reach the right tippy tip toes further down towards the floor as you open your chest. And bring both hands to the floor. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Okay, step the right foot forward, turn the left heel down, reach up, warrior one. And open hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach out to the right for triangle. Right hand down, left arm up, one. Good, two, something familiar after all, all of that last sequence, right? Three. Four, five, and then inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, bend the right knee. Warrior two, breathe it. Keep breathing. Try to have the shoulders over the hips, arms reaching out in opposite directions, and don't forget to lift the top of the chest slightly. With an inhale, straighten the right leg. With an exhale, bend the right knee, place the right hand to the floor or a block outside of the right foot. Inhale, the left arm reaches all the way overhead. <sighs> See if you can turn your chest even more. See if you can reach down strongly through the back heel. Good, inhale, both hands to the floor. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, right heel down, reach up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, reach out to the left triangle, Uttrukonasana. Right arm reaches straight up. With an inhale, stand upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Warrior two or Virabhadrasana two. Left knee tracks over left ankle, lengthening out in both directions. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee, place the left hand down outside of the left foot. Inhale, reach the right arm over the right ear, extended side angle. Good, press the left knee against the left arm strongly. See that the left knee isn't sort of drifting in towards the middle. Have a nice, strong and straight back leg with the outer edge of the right foot reaching down into the floor. And bring both hands to the floor and step back, downward facing dog. 
With your inhale, step the right foot forward again into warrior one. And then exhale, bring the arms behind the back, interlock the fingers together. Just notice which thumb is on top because, of course, we're going to change it on the other side. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, turn the left part of the chest more forward so that your chest is facing as much to the front as you can. Inhale, reach down the back leg. Slide your knuckles down your left leg and arch back. Open up the chest. Exhale, bend the right knee. Bring the crown of the head towards the floor on the instep side of the right foot. Both shoulders kind of tucking in towards the inner part of the right knee. And then pull your right buttock back and down. So it's almost like you're trying to aim your right sitting bone towards your left heel. And then actually stay where you are. Keep the arms, uh, keep the legs doing what they're doing. Inhale both hands to the floor. As you exhale, start to straighten the front leg. And then you can adjust the back foot a little bit closer for Parsvottanasana. With an inhale, lift your head, lift your chest. Again, try to aim the front part of both hips towards the front part of your yoga mat. And then as you exhale, fold forward. Chin to shin or Parsvottanasana. Both legs extended, both heels pressing down. From inside, keep lifting that right hip crease up and back. And then put a little bend in the right knee for a moment. If you can balance without the hands, bring the hands behind the back and clasp them together. And then as you exhale, start to straighten the right leg and straighten the arms away from the back. Bend the right knee, place the hands to the floor. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Step the left foot forward. Reach the arms all the way up, warrior one. And then bring the arms behind the back. Interlock the hands, but do the, do the weird interlace. Do the strange interlace. With an inhale, lift up your chest, arch back. <laughs> Exhale, bend the left knee, bring the crown of the head towards the inner part of the left knee. And then again, try to pull the left buttock back and down, almost like you're trying to aim the sitting bone towards the left heel. Now, stay where you are for a moment. With the inhale, just bring the hands to the floor. And then with the exhale, start to straighten the front leg. And you can, you can of course, adjust the back foot a little bit. Uh, inhale, lift your head and your chest, look forward, lengthen the sides of the waist there, and exhale, fold forward. A few breaths here before we change the arms, just to let the, let the legs and the feet get used to the shape first. Teach them what you want to do, and then bend the left knee, clasp the hands together again, and then with an exhale, see about straightening the left leg and straightening the arms away from the back. Bend the left knee, both hands to the floor, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Good, bend the knees and look forward, hop or step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, 
Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Now as you inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the right side, hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. Bring your right hand behind you and just see that the hips are relatively level to one another, that you don't have the left hip dropping down lower than the right hip. And then press the palms and the hands together to deepen the twist. See if you can squeeze the inner knees together and sit a little bit lower. Then reach the left hand down either to the floor or to a block beside the right foot and step the, uh, step the left foot all the way back. Reach the right arm all the way over the right ear. Turn the chest, turn the trunk. For a moment, actually, you could bring the right hand to the right, uh, to the sacrum again, and just see that you're not accidentally dropping the left hip down in the direction of the earth. Okay, stay in your twist. See if you can step forward and bring the feet together. Stay in your twist, palms and hands pressed together. Keeping the knees bent, reach up to the center and stand up, release the arms. Okay, other side, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Hands to prayer, twist to the left side, here we go. Sit a little bit lower, take a moment, place your hand on the back of your sacrum and just see that your hips aren't accidentally twisting in some kind of way. Good, squeeze the inner knees together, lift the inner ankle bones apart from one another and then sit deeper. Reach the right hand down to the floor or to a block and then carefully step the right foot back for standing spinal twist, left arm reaches overhead. Try to straighten that back leg even more than you think. And even take the left hand to the back of the sacrum so that you're not rolling the right hip down towards the floor. Good, Keep, stay in your twist. Carefully step forward, feet together. Stay in your twist, palms and hands pressed together. Keep the knees bending, reach the arms up, and stand up, release the arms. Okay, rotate a triangle. <laughs> step the left foot back. Have the hips and the chest facing forward, both legs straight. Try to firm up both legs. Reach the left arm up and then place the left hand all the way across to the right side of the right foot. Right arm reaches up. Parivrita Trikonasana. And then with an inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Other side, right foot steps back, both legs straight, both heels down. Reach the right arm up, place the right hand all the way across to the left side of the left foot. Reach the right arm, uh, left arm up, excuse me. Good. Inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, step forward, feet and legs together. All right. We have now reached the portion of the class devoted to inversions, but for this practice, um, you can pretty much pick any of the main active inversions that you like. You can practice handstand, forearm stand, headstand, or even a little bit of all three. For example, 
10 breaths, 10 breaths, remainder of the time in headstand as a suggestion. So in other words, you decide how you'd like to spend your inversion time this morning. Make the most of your time. I mean that in more ways than just the one way, but yeah, make the most of your, of your inversion time now. And if you have wall space available to you, that's great. If you don't have wall space available to you in your space, please just use extra caution that you're, you know, not, not going to injure yourself or, or some objects or something like that. So I think it's interesting to work with diff with difficult people at a time like this, in particular because a lot of the sort of things that seemed to be bothersome or seemed to be troublesome about others seems to fall away a little bit. Um, like there's a way in which the sense that we're all going through this together allows us to kind of put aside some of the um, animosity or some of the misunderstandings or some of the hard feelings that we might have um, otherwise been holding on to. I actually ran into a young woman who she said to me, she said, I'm, I'm too young to remember 9-11. I'm too young to remember SARS. I'm too young. To, and she listed all these things which first of all made me feel pretty old <laughs> because I do remember all of those things. But it also did remind me of what it was like um, and what it already has been like in the last few days um, where we're really, we're really seeing people come together. We're seeing people support one another. We're seeing an immense amount of generosity and um, problem solving and sort of collective caretaking that we don't usually see when we're all just kind of going on about our, our separate lives. It's like a moment when we do realize how incredibly interconnected um, we all are and what that actually means in real, in real terms. One of the suggestions that Swami Sat Chidananda gives, another wonderful yogi, he says, you know, we all, you know, none of us is, is perfect, right? We all have, um, we all make mistakes. We all, you know, accidentally piss someone else off, you know, and it, it's important when you're thinking of a difficult person it's important to remember the qualities that we that also exist in ourselves. Like, like, oh yeah, that that person was so greedy. Oh, have I been greedy once? Yeah, I have. And did I change? Yeah, I did. So maybe tomorrow that person will be different. Give them a chance to change or transform or shift. But just that recognition that the qualities that we recognize in other people or the qualities that we find harmful in other people, likely we have, at, we have at least done at some point in our lives. And it's helpful to remember that, again, in order to ease our own mind about it. It's not about, you know, running 
running out and making amends or inviting that person back into your life, especially if that's a dangerous thing to do. But it's about reconciling our own mind and bringing about that inner state of mind, inner state of peace. One more minute for your inversion practice. And then as you're wrapping up your inversion practice, go ahead and rest in a child's pose. It reminds me of another practice that I um, heard a Buddhist teacher recommending, which is that if you, if you list all of the things that the person has done to wrong you and you just add the words, as have I, or as have I at times, right? That person spoke angrily to me, as have I. That person disregarded my needs, as have I at times. Uh, that person took something that belonged to me, as have I at other times, right? And now we know better and now we do better, right? Okay, so from your child's pose, go ahead and lay down on your abdomen. <clears throat> Bring your arms behind your back, interlace your fingers together. Lift your arms as high up away from your back as you possibly can, and then lift the head, the chest, and the legs up for Shalabhasana variation. Keep lifting the arms up high. The arms, they have a tendency to want to drop down, but as you lift the chest up higher, see if you can lift the arms up higher as well. And then keep the interlace of the hands, but slowly release down. And then switch the interlace of the hands, again, so that you have the opposite interlace happening. The other thumb on top and the corresponding interlace. And then inhale, lift up, again, Shalavasana. And with your exhale, slowly, slowly release down. Place the hands either side of the chest. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward into plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. And then slide your elbows forward so that your elbows replace where your hands just were. Um, pull on the floor with your fingertips, almost like you're trying to pull your chest forward of your upper arms and plug the upper arm bones back. And then pivot the right forearm so that the right hand comes a bit more towards the center. Bend the left knee. Reach back and catch hold of the instep side of the left foot. And if that's enough for you for today, stay there. Otherwise, start to push the left heel towards the outer left hip. Maybe the elbow bends up to the ceiling and maybe you can spin your hand all the way forward to face the same direction as your toes. And press the right forearm down a little bit harder to lift your head and chest. And even as you're pushing your left foot down, see if you can push your left foot back into your hand 
a little bit. And then release that, come back to the center. And again, gripping the floor with your fingertips, kind of gently pull on the floor with your fingertips. And then pivot the left forearm so that the left hand comes a bit more towards the midline. Bend the right knee, reach back with the right hand for the inside of the right foot. Press the right heel down towards the outer right hip. Lift your head, lift your chest. And even, um, and when you can't push the right foot down any further, see if you could kick the right foot back into the hand a bit. Good, release that, come back to the center, and then bring the hands back to either side of the chest, forehead to the floor, parallel your uh, legs. With an inhale, lift forward and up into upward dog. And exhale, go back, downward facing dog. Inhale forward to plank, exhale lower all the way through Chaturanga onto the abdomen. <clears throat> Bend the knees, reach back and catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees for Dhanurasana or bow. Try to relax the eyebrows. See if you could lift the knee part of the shape a little bit higher. And then with your exhale, slowly release down, turn the head to one side. Again, bend the knees. This time, start with the palms of the hands touching the soles of the feet. So your palms are touching your, the soles of your feet and without, without letting either hand release the touch of the foot, just slide your hands towards the inside. So your thumb should be pointing up and the soft part of the elbow should be pointing to the sides. And then lift up, reach the toes back, back, back in space. So you can kick the knees up a little bit higher, pressing the palms of the foot or the soles of the foot up to the ceiling. Same difference, right? Palms of the foot, soles of the feet, same, same. And then with an exhale, slowly release. Turn your head, rest. Bring the hands to either side of your chest. Lift forward and up into upward facing dog. And then go back downward facing dog. Look towards your hands and either step or hop your knees to the floor behind your hands and stand up on your knees. And then um, again, if you have sensitive knees, just take a little bit of extra mat under your knees or put a little towel on your knees, whatever you have available to you. Start with the feet tucked under, hands on your waist, and uh, slide your hands back a little bit towards each other so that it's almost like you want the tips of the thumbs to touch behind your sacrum. And where your thumbs are in contact with your back, pull that down so that the tailbone points down between the knees. Lift the center of the chest up. Start to squeeze the elbows towards each other so that you're expanding the front of the collarbones as much as you possibly can. And then by pushing the knees down towards the floor, lift the top of the chest up. And then start to arch back. See if you could reach back and hold your feet. 
If you're holding your feet, go ahead and send your head back. If not, then just best to keep the hands on, um, on the waist and the chin on the chest for now. Good, so hands to the waist, lift all the way up, right? Point the toes, sit on the heels, but stay upright for now. Take a couple of breaths here. And then lift up again to stand on the knees. So you can repeat the first variation with the feet tucked under, or if you wanna make it a little harder, you can point the feet, which uh, moves the heels farther away from you. So that makes it more challenging. So bring your hands onto your waist and again, kind of slide your hands around your waist so that the thumbs almost touch. And then drag the tail down towards the floor. Lift the top of the chest and feel like you can almost stretch the space from the pubic bone to the um, little solar plexus, the xiphoid process, one of my favorite anatomical names ever. <laughs> and then start to arch back. Hello, yoga geeks. Okay, <laughs> release the head back if you're touching your feet. Otherwise, if not, keep your chin on your chest. Lift all the way up, right? And then, uh, you know, move whatever was under your knees. Press the hands into the floor. Uh, nope, don't do that. Just kidding. <laughs> Stay on your knees for a moment. Step the right foot out there in front of you. And then step the left foot next to the right foot. So now we're standing. Yes. So from standing, bend the left knee. Reach back and hold the left ankle. And for, for this particular variation, try flexing the left foot there. And then if you can reach, reach the right hand back and interlace the hands around the left ankle. And then start to kick your left heel back away from your buttocks. The chest will open towards the front. And for this variation of Nantarajasana, it's kind of more like a almost more like a bow, more like a natarajasana in the shoulders and in the, um, and in the back foot there. Good, and then lift all the way upright and feet together. All right, let's try that on the other side. So start by bending the right knee, reach back with the right hand, flex the right foot strongly. Now, if you can't quite reach, don't worry, just do one hand for now. If you can reach around with both hands, Lace your hands around your ankle and then start to kick your right heel back away from your buttocks as hard as you can and then start to let the chest come forward as you press the sole of the right foot up towards the ceiling. And then start to lift all the way up. Feet and legs together, hands on your waist. Right knee to the floor, left knee to the floor, downward facing dog. <laughs> and we did it without ever folding forward. <laughs> That's a little Jiyamuti yoga teacher joke for you. It's not as fun when I can't hear y'all laughing. Okay, bend the knees, look forward. Hop or step all the way forward to sit down and then lay down on your back. Place the feet onto the floor. 
Separate the feet about hip width distance apart. Lift the hips, lower back, middle back, and upper back, and interlace the hands behind the back. Separate the hands for a moment and grip the sides of your mat. Find the sides of your mat and grab hold. And then imagine you want to pull your mat sort of down towards your feet. See if that helps you lift your chest a bit higher. And then see, and then imagine you want to pull your mat apart, like left to right. And then see if you can roll your shoulders a little bit more under you. Then keep that new height of the hips, but re-interlace the hands. Try to put the other thumb on top, the weird interlace. <laughs> Do the weird one. <laughs> and breathe. And then separate the hands and slowly release down. All right. It's that time. It's your favorite time. Three wheels, five breaths each. Three Urdhva Dhanurasas, five breaths each. So place the hands. You can, of course, repeat half wheel if you need to this morning. But place your hands, place your feet. <clears throat> and with an inhale, lift on up. Breathe. Chin into the chest, slowly release down. Take a moment, keep the feet grounded on the floor. You can let the knees go in towards each other, towards the midline. Second time, place hands and feet. Inhale, lift up. Chin into the chest and come down. Again, rest. Okay, third time. Place hands and feet. <clears throat> Press down to lift all the way up. And chin to the chest and come down. And now go ahead and bring the knees towards the chest. And then extend both legs up to the ceiling. Soften the knees a little bit and wrap your right knee, right knee on top of your left knee. <laughs> As if I haven't said that one million times in my life. And then shift your hips over towards the right side as you drop the knees to the left, arms out into a T, and reach and look over your right shoulder. Just bring the knees all the way up to the center, unwrap the legs, and then go other side. So left knee wraps on top of the right knee, and then shift the hips over to the left, to go to the right side. Left arm reaches out, look over the left shoulder.
Lift all the way up to the center, unwrap the legs, and then come on up to a seated position. Sit up, straighten the legs forward out in front of you. Flex the feet, sit up tall and fold forward, Paschimottanasana, seated forward fold. If it's difficult to reach the feet, of course, find a belt or, you know, improvise, use a towel or a shirt or a pillowcase or something. Lift all the way up to a seated position, bend the left knee into the chest, nope, sorry, bend the right knee into the chest, open the right knee out to the side, fold forward over the left leg, Janyushir Shasana. Lift all the way upright, switch the legs, and fold forward other side. Lift all the way upright, extend both legs forward, bend the right knee into the chest, and step the right foot across to the other side of the left leg, reach the left arm up and twist. Turn to face forward, <clears throat> extend the right leg, bend the left knee into the chest, Step the left foot across to the other side of the right leg. Reach the right arm up, lengthen, and then twist to your left. Ardha Matsyandrasana variation. And then turn to face forward. Straighten both legs forward out in front of you. And now we'll set up for either shoulder stand or Viparita Karani. So shoulders stand, legs go up, hands on your back. If you're setting up for a Viparita Karani, take something with you to the wall, a block or a blanket, so that, you, so that when you get your legs up the wall, uh, your hips are actually elevated. You want the hips to be elevated a little bit above the level of the floor so that the chest can really broaden and open. So Viparita Karani definitely have something under you and um, shoulder stand is shoulder stand, okay? Is someone doing an ICP out there? Do I see two people somewhere? <laughs> it's very cool if you are. Right on. Oh, Aleph, good to see you. Hi, hi Siddhartha. Hi Vanessa, hi Jessica.
Energize your legs, people. <laughs> Reach up through your inner legs. I can finally see you. Okay. Good. Hi, Julia. So for those of you in uh, for those of you in Vipri Takrani, stay there for a moment. For those in shoulder stems, start to come into Halasana Plow. And plow posers slowly start to roll onto the back. <clears throat> if you were practicing shoulder stand, then come into Matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor, arching the back. Bring the chin to the chest and slowly release down. Just take a moment here on your back and then um, bend your knees into your chest and roll to the side and come on up to a seated position. We're going to um, practice a meditation first and then go into Shavasana. I find it's a bit um, easier to stay attentive in meditation if I do it before the Shavasana part. <clears throat> so start by start by settling into your seat. and feel and feel your seat uh, on the floor or on the cushion, whatever it's connected to. Take a few moments to feel the breath flowing in the body. Now bring to mind 
bring to mind someone for whom you have affection for, someone that you are endeared towards, you, you love, you have, just to think of them brings you joyful or good feelings. And place that person in your mind's eye, right in front of you, facing you, <clears throat> as, as if they were there in the room with you. If you're a more visual person, then try to see them in your mind's eye with as much detail as you can. And if, if you have less of a visual um, image of them, then just bring as much of that feeling about uh, the feeling of their presence or the sound of their voice or uh, other qualities about them. And then in, in your mind's eye, you're going to Imagine that you're speaking directly to this person. We're going to repeat four phrases, and you can just repeat silently after me as if you were speaking to the person in your imagination. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May your mind be peaceful and at ease. you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May your mind feel peaceful and at ease. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you be peaceful. And now, next is to bring to mind someone who maybe you do have difficulty with, someone who's challenging for you.
And again, in your imagination, try to sit them there in front of you. And, you know, before we proceed with the, uh, you know, with these phrases, it can sometimes be helpful to think of their good qualities. I know it's hard, but as the, as the Yoga Sutra suggests, trying to take delight in the virtues that people have. So even if they, even if they seem totally irredeemable to you in some moments, there, there must be some things that are good qualities or even some things that maybe others others are able to see as good qualities. So take a few moments to sort of rejoice in those virtuous qualities, even if it's difficult to find them. And then, even if it's very difficult, see if you can see if you can really mean it when you say, "May you be happy," right? May you be happy. It's likely that if they were truly happy, they probably wouldn't treat you the way that they do. So, may you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe from harm. May your mind be peaceful and at ease. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May your mind be peaceful. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May your mind be at ease. And I want to want to add one more. In your, in your imagination, you know, see as many beings, as many sentient beings as you can, you know, being as during this time where we're all kind of going through a, a large transformation together, just see if you can see all the, all the beings 
who are scared right now, all the beings who are sick right now, all the beings who are um, helping others right now, whether it's nurses and doctors or whether it's people creating medical supplies and equipment, uh, people bringing groceries to their neighbors, all the helpers, just all the beings you, you can bring into your heart as expansive as possible. May all be happy. May all beings be happy. May all be healthy. May all beings be safe. May all beings experience peace of mind and easefulness. Go ahead and lay down and uh, relax in Shavasana.
start to <clears throat> deepen the breath. Start to move fingers and toes. Reach the arms long overhead and give yourself a nice big stretch. And relax. Bend the knees into the chest. Rolling to the side. Come on up to a seated position. I just want to thank all of you so much for, for being here and for keeping your practice and um, for joining me today. And I'll, I'll, um, I'll make a schedule of it. I'll do a couple of offerings a week. So look out for an email from me and, uh, and we'll work it out. We're all in this together, right? So let's, uh, let's close with three ohms. Oh.